0: Singing God's people with your host Dennis Beard. We've been asked about the acts of God many times. In an insurance policy, I'll say that uh, the acts of God—tornadoes, hurricanes, etc.—we're talking about the Word of God. In Revelation 10, it talks about Thy judgments are made manifest in the earth, O Lord. And uh, when Thy judgments are in the earth, men will learn righteousness. Righteousness is the revelation of Jesus. It's not just being right. It's having the right revelation in following the true one God and not another. We're seeing that in Isaiah 43.10, there's only one God and the servant, the man, Christ Jesus is that God. And very few look at that and understand and it seems to a natural mind or uh, intellectual belief that God, the Spirit, could not be a man. The princes of this world did not know that, or if they had known that, they would have not have crucified the Lord of Glory, God Himself manifest in flesh. That Mark 12:29, the greatest commandment of all, the first commandment, the dominant commandment. When the scribe asked Jesus, "What is the first commandment of all?" He said, "Hear, O Israel: The Lord our God is one Lord." Deuteronomy 6:4. A shema that there's not two or three or even a oneness belief that the man's not God, but has God in him, seated at the right hand of God. There's a true Jesus only doctrine. We're going to see the judgments of God manifest more and more in the earth and it will accelerate and it will become more as we see the day approaching not to destroy mankind, but to get mankind to turn back to the real Jesus, the real God, the true Jehovah, who is Jesus. And we're talking about some scriptures here that may be a little hard for some to believe or to receive, but it's still the truth. And we see that when thy judgments are made manifest, men will learn righteousness. Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. A nation that forgets God, he said, I'll turn it into hell. In the judgments of God, we have famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome beasts. We have these things not to destroy mankind but to show that he is God that created the heaven and the earth Now we'll see some scriptures that will confirm this in Deuteronomy 32 the last day work and judgment that God will do when he lays judgment to the line and righteousness to the plummet we see that there is a work there in Deuteronomy 32, that goes into that God is the sovereign God. That he has his way in the wind and in the whirlwind. Shall there be evil in the city? Now the Lord God hath not done it. I kill, I make alive, I the Lord do all these things. Now I'm going to, to read from the word of God, where you will not just take my word for it or any others for that matter. In Deuteronomy 32, God said that he would scatter the people in the earth. And he said they've moved him to jealousy. And you'll see in Deuteronomy 32 that there is a latter end to this world, this dispensation as we know it, the end of this age. In Deuteronomy 32, he says that they provoked me to jealousy. And he said, oh, that they were wise that they would understand this. Well, what is this? That they would understand and consider their latter end. Now we need to take a look at what is that. Taking a look at verse 21, for the sake of time, we'll get at a capsule description and, of what God's work is in the latter days, these days. He said that, Verse 21, Deuteronomy 32, verse 21, they have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. Now, if we worship God, the true God, not a different uh, denominational God, but the true God in eternal life, the true revelation of Jesus that God gave in him to show him to his servants things which must shortly come to pass, sent and signified it by his angels, John Why? that you may know that I am God, Jesus said. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come, the Almighty. He's the Almighty God. But we have hewn-out cisterns that can hold no water. They're clouds with no rain. It is a doctrine that is not Christ. And many have held to this from the synods and the ecumenical councils Way many generations ago, many centuries ago, in 325 AD, the Council of Nicene, Nicene, the Nicene Creed, the Council of Nicaea, we see that in 451 AD, the Council of Chalcedon, and the Chalcedonian definition, that there's a trinity, and that the Son of God, according to his Godhead, was begotten of the Father before the foundation of the world. Which is total nonsense. So the Lord's judgments—the closer that we come to the coming of the Lord, the more His judgments are going to be made manifest in the earth: famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome beasts. And we see in Deuteronomy thirty-two we provoke God to the, to do this, and He says, "I will provoke them to anger." Then He goes on in verse twenty-two, "For a fire is kindled in mine anger." And shall burn unto the lowest hell, and shall consume the earth with her increase, and set on fire the foundations of the mountains. Now we know that God will not destroy the earth again with water, as he did in the days of Noah. He has reserved fire against the day of judgment, and all know that. For God is a consuming fire. He will not shake earth only, but also heaven, that all that can be shaken may be removed as of things that are made, any man-made doctrine will be destroyed, will be removed, so that those things that cannot be shaken, the true faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, those things of faith cannot be shaken, may remain. Seeing then that we have a kingdom, the true believers, which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God with reverence and godly fear. We're seeing these tsunamis, we're seeing earthquakes, we're seeing uh, uh, these increase more in the last 10 years than what there has been historically from the foundation of the world in earthquakes. We have the storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, and these are devastating and noisome beasts that he said would be his four sword judgments. And during that time, we see that God is doing this. To reveal himself. We're going to see that in the scriptures. This consuming fire is to reveal Jesus Christ that he's the only true God. The only way he can get our attention is through judgments. For when judgments of God are in the earth, men will learn righteousness, that he is God. Speaking no more in Proverbs, but showing us plainly of the Father that he is the Father of glory. John 16. He said in verse 23, this is Deuteronomy 32, and we just quoted uh, Revelation uh, 15, that God said there that when thy judgments are made manifest in the earth, all those will turn to God. They sing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. Why? Because thy judgments are manifest in the earth, righteous judgments of God. Righteous are thou in thy judgments, O Lord. He said, I will heap mischiefs upon them. I will spend mine arrows upon them, the earth. They shall be burnt with hunger. There's hunger, famine. And devoured with burning heat. And with bitter destruction. I will also send the teeth of beasts upon them, and with the poison of serpents of the dust. Not only are we talking natural, but spiritual agony as well. A horde of spirits. That those that do not have the seal of God will be tormented for five months, as we see under the fifth trumpet in Revelation 9. We see in the last days. He said that they were wise, that they would understand, that they would consider this. The sword without terror within shall destroy both the young man and the virgin, the suckling also with a man of gray hairs, the very young, the babies to the elderly. God said, I said, I would scatter them into the, into the corners. I would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. This is God. This is not the devil. It's the judgments of God because we provoked him to jealousy, saying that we're serving God, and yet we've got the wrong Christ. We've got the wrong revelation. And until we turn back to the real God, the true God and eternal life, that he is God, that Jesus is the Christ, that He is the Father, He is the Word, He is the Holy Ghost, He is God manifest in the days of His flesh and then was glorified, went back to His former glory. Until we see that, there will be manifold increasing judgments of God in the earth. And it will be setting historical records because it's going to increase. Were it not, God said, that I feared the wrath of the enemy, lest their adversaries should behave themselves unseemly or strangely, and lest they should say, Our hand is high, and the Lord hath not done all this. It's the Lord doing it. Watch it, for they are a nation void of counsel. There is is, uh, no understanding in them. Verse 29 of Deuteronomy 32, oh, that they were wise. The wise understand these things. They understand the judgments of God, but the wicked cannot understand. He said, oh, that they were wise, that they understood this. Oh, that they would consider their latter end, exclamation mark. Deuteronomy 32, 29. Then he goes on and tells us about the dilemma we're in, the calamity. Oh, verse 30, how should one chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight? Somebody said, well, I heard that preach in the church, that the church had them on the run. No, it's the other way around. It's the worldly church that's on the run. Why? Except their rock, capital, R-O-C-K, the true Christ, had sold them. And the Lord had shut them up. Why is this? Why is the so-called Christian church that are following a Trinity doctrine, a God, the father, God, the son of God, the Holy ghost going through these things. And we wonder why? Well, it is God because we have missed the mark. We've hewed out systems that can hold no water. We have provoked him to jealousy, serving a Trinity God when there is not one. I have two-ness, the Lord said to my Lord, a binary God, when there is not one. Or a oneness revelation that Jesus, the man, is not God, but he's a glorified man at the right hand of God, and God, who is the Spirit, is in him still after glorification. Totally in error, all of them in error. According to the word of God, not don't take a whole word for it. Read the word of God and search the other book and read. Not one of these things shall fail. God said, Deuteronomy 32, 20, 32 verse, verse 31, for their rock, this Christ that they have, that is a small case, R-O-C-K, not the true Christ, but a rock nonetheless that they think is God. Their rock is not as our rock, Capital R-O-C-K. That rock, that man, that Christ who is God, who is the Father. Christ is that Father. Even our enemies themselves being judges. They can understand it. For their vine is the vine of Sodom and the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are grapes of gall and their clusters are bitter. That's wormwood. That comes in the last days upon the sea and the waters are made bitter. And those that had life died their wine, which is the intoxicating power of the Holy ghost. This is not uh, wine drunk with wine as you suppose, but this is that spoken by the prophet Joel in the reign of the Holy ghost, but their wine is a poison of dragons and the cruel venom of asp. We're talking about one of the deadliest snakes, asp, the dragon. Then God tells us what's going on here. Is not this laid up in store with me, saith God, and sealed up among my treasures? The treasures of God are hid in Christ Jesus. Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9 the mystery of God and of the father and of Christ. We are supposed to have the full understanding of it and the acknowledgement of it that in him are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. But this now this treasure has been revealed. It's sealed up and the treasures to be revealed in the last days. Oh, that they were wise. They would consider this their latter end. He goes on and says what his work is to get our attention in the last days. To me belong with vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time. If we have missed the revelation of Jesus, God said, we will not have feet like hind's feet upon the mountain. We will slip, we will slide. It's a slippery slope. We have to be established in the doctrine of Christ. For the day of their calamity is at hand. And the things that shall come upon them make haste. What? What is this work? This strange work bringing to pass this act is strange act. It surprised the hypocrite. They had no idea that this was going to happen. Isaiah 28. Then he tells us, for the Lord shall judge his people. Peter said the same thing. That judgment must first begin at the house of God. The church. And the righteous scarcely be saved. That means with difficulty, with tribulation. Tribulation worketh patience, patience, experience, and experience worketh hope. Our faith will be tried as by fire that it may come forth as pure gold. Everyone knows that. But here he's saying it is beginning at the church. And if it begins at us, the body of Christ, where shall the end of the sinner and the ungodly appear? For the Lord will judge his people and repent himself for his servants, the servants of God that will be sealed in their foreheads in Revelation 7. The apocalyptic sealing there in their foreheads in the mind of Christ. When he sees that their power's gone. In other words, we have ceased from our own labors and now in the Holy Ghost. Entering into the rest at Hebrews 4. It remained at the rest to the people of God. If Jesus had given them rest, he would not have spoken of another day. He spoke of another day. What day? Well, he that has ceased from his labors, uh, ceased from his own labors there, and his works do following, has entered into God's rest. And then to enter that rest, there remained at the rest to the people of God. There, take heed, lest a singular promise slip any of us that we should come short of entering into his rest. Just one promise. He's expecting us to come unto perfection. Be ye therefore perfect. Even as your Father in heaven is perfect, Jesus given us a five-fold ministry, apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. And it's commanded us to be ye therefore perfect. He says that he will judge his people first, the church of the living God. And he'll repent himself of uh, this evil, that tribulation of the trouble. When he sees their power gone, we're at the end of working our own will, that what we thought was the will of God, that we will enter into his wrath, ceasing from our own labors, our power, not Holy Ghost power, but our power is gone. And there's none shut up or left. In other words, we are at the end of ourselves and totally dependent upon God. And the Lord shall say, where are their gods? That is polytheism, more than one. Well, we say there's one God, but three persons. No, there's one God and only one person. That's where we missed it. Their rock in whom they trusted, this false Christ. Well, what is the rock? well upon this rock i'll build my church it's a revelation in matthew 16 it was given to peter who do men say that i the son of man am well some say you're john the baptist that's your isaiah jeremiah one of the other prophets but jesus then asked his disciples who do you say i am thou art the christ the son of the living god simon bar flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee we've trying to reveal god through an intellectual exercise through our seminaries, and given a doctorate of divinity or a Ph.D. of theology, and we've missed the mark. It has to be revealed by God himself. Simon Barjona, flesh and blood had not revealed this unto thee, not your human intellect, but my Father which is in heaven. Thou art Peter. He changes his name. Peter of Petros, a piece of a rock. There, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. That's a real revelation that Christ, Christ is God. He is every office of the spirit of God. And that's where we've missed it. We think Christ is just a man. Not realizing he is the spirit of God. Christ is the father of glory. It's a mystery. It's a mystery of God and of the father and of Christ. In him are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge, but it's just a sealed up among god's treasures <clears throat> to be revealed in the last days and the wise will know it they will consider it they will know these things and when god does this work judgments of the lion righteousness to the plummet it'll reveal the height depth length and width of christ what is that in the height he's god he's the father of glory christ is the father then what's the depth? Well, he becomes a man. <clears throat> what's the length and width? He's in us. Christ in the body of Christ, the hope of glory. That reveals the height, depth, length, and width of Christ. That he's all in and all. We see in 1 John 2.22 that revelation of Christ. We see it that Peter tells us in his epistle. We see in his epistle in first Peter one, verse 10, 11, that all the old testament prophets searched diligently into the grace that should come unto us, searching what or what manner of time, that the spirit of Christ that was in them. When they did they testified, signified before him the sufferings of Christ. So Christ the Spirit is all the offices of the Spirit. He's El Shaddai. He's almighty. He's Elohim, all the attributes of God from the Allah through the tall from the A to the Z, from the Alpha to the Omega. He is the Father. He is the Word. He is the Holy Ghost. Christ is all offices of the Spirit of God. And when he prophesied, testified beforehand, signified beforehand, and testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ, Christ is the man. And that's the mystery, that the man is God. And because in the flesh, people say, well, uh, how can he be God? If he's praying to the father, how can he be the father? Because the father, Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, in the form of God made himself of no reputation to add to himself the form of a servant. Who is the servant? It's the man. Well, before me, there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. God formed himself a body of flesh and blood and you came under the law as a man. But the law was a middle wall of partition, that even though God's manifest in the flesh, that wall of partition, the law, there had to be fulfilled because the wall was a middle wall of partition, parting God, even though Jesus is that spirit, from the flesh that he is in the days of his flesh. And the middle wall of partition parted God from man, even in the days of his flesh where God's manifest in the flesh, born in the city of David, Christ the Lord. And there's where your revelation is that God is working salvation in and of himself alone. For God was in Christ. Well, wait a minute. Christ is God. Yes. We know that in first Peter one, verse 10, 11, that Peter's told us in his epistle, this revelation of Christ, this rock. But the problem here is is in Deuteronomy 32, God says, you've got the wrong rock. That rock is Christ, but you have him as a little R-O-C-K, a man. That he's God Jr. He's a son of God, which is a second person of the Godhead, rather than the Father revealed in flesh. And you've missed that mark. And because of that, we provoked him to jealousy, not giving Jesus, the Son of God, the glory of the Father. And because of that, there's judgments and they will increase and the ones that will turn to God, the real God come and let us return to the Lord Jehovah God almighty for he hath torn, He will heal us. It's God doing it. He has smitten. He will bind us up. It's God doing it. Not the devil. After the second day, he will revive us in the third day. He will raise us up and we will live in his sight. If we follow on to know the Lord is going forth as prepared as the morning. He will come to us as a reign, the former and the latter. That's Hosea 6, 1 through 4. All Jesus stated that, Peter, all the apostles stated the same thing. That the judgment must be first begin at the house of God and the righteous scarcely be saved. That means with difficulty, with tribulation. And he goes on and says, where are their gods? You had more than one. You didn't give me, Jesus said, the Son of God, the man Christ Jesus, the glory of the Father. You did not call him the Father. You called him the second person of the Godhead. Or you called him a man at the right hand of God, but not God himself. Well, there a rock. Where's that rock whom you trusted? Because God said this is happening because we missed the revelation of Christ. He said that those, that rock, that little R-O-C-K, the one there that we did not give him the glory of the Father, that he is the El Shaddai, the Almighty, the Omnipotent God Almighty, that we didn't call him the Father. And he said those which did eat the fat of their sacrifices, that rock, that false Christ that we thought we had, which was a trinity, we thought it was God, and drank the wine of their drink offerings we gave to God, in this false doctrine of christ in a trinity let them rise up now and help you and be your protection why because god's going to show in the last days there's never a trinity never was one not a binary not a oneness that the man christ jesus is that spirit and always has been that spirit he made himself of no reputation to work salvation in under that law then took the ordinance of that law that parted god from man and nailed it to his cross and broke down the metal wall of partition. And Jesus went back to his former glory, glorified by the Father's own self, and is now that quickening spirit where he was before. But now he's not just a spirit. He's a quickening spirit that quickens us and gives us life. Because God came and manifest in flesh, died, buried, rose again to give us life. And that is Jesus now made both Lord and Christ. Jesus said, Destroy this temple in three days I'll raise it up. John 2. Acts 2.36, that same Jesus whom you crucified, God hath made him both Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ the Holy Ghost. The man now is glorified. After fulfilling the law, breaking down the middle wall of partition, making one new man. This is what it's saying here. We've missed that. We've missed that mark. And God says, Now I want you to know. See now that I Even I am he, and there is no God with me. There's no God sitting at the right hand of God. There's no son set separate from the father up there somewhere. I kill, I make alive. Uh Uh-oh, we thought the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy, but God said, along, I kill, I make alive. Don't fear him that hath bucked power just as to, to kill the body but fear him that hath power to kill the body and destroy the soul in hell the second death blessing hose he that hath part in the first resurrection on such that second death hath no power he said i wound and i heal that's god hosea 6 1 said the same thing uh, 1 through 4 i I kill and make alive. he said uh, uh, come and let us return to the true Lord, God almighty, for he's torn, He will heal us. God said, I, I won't I heal. I have torn you, I will heal you. I have smitten you and I will I, I will bind you up. He's, he's revealing that he's God that does this. Only God can do that. Jesus said, you destroy this temple in three days. I will raise it up. He, wore, he raised his own body from the dead. From the dead, And you have to, only God can do that. And he said, neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. So he said, I kill, and make alive, I wound, I heal. There's none that can deliver out of my hand, only God. And he said, I lift up my hand to heaven and say, I live forever. <laughs> Bless his holy name. And what he's doing in the last days. What if I wet my glittering sword and my hand take hold on judgment? There's a judgment of God. I will render vengeance upon mine enemies. And I will reward them that hate me. Why? I will make mine heirs drunk with blood, and my sword shall devour flesh, and that with the blood of the slain and of the captives from the beginning of the revenges unto the enemy. This is the song of Moses. And what for? Why is he doing this? And we're going to see that he is doing this, that they all may know that I am he. He is the rock. Jesus is the rock. That's Deuteronomy 32, verse 4. He is the rock. His work is perfect. This is a work of God. That's strange work in the last days and breaking past this act is strange act. Now that he is God, the God that formed us, the rock that begat thee, we are unmindful and have forgotten God that formed thee. He's the one that did it. And it's all for one reason, that we may know and have and have the revelation, the reveal, Jesus, that he is God. All of it. The work of God in the last days in Deuteronomy 32 is that all may know me that I am God, Jesus said. We see over there in the Psalm. Yeah, we take a look at Psalm 83, and it sounds very, very terrible and judgment, and it is. We're to fear God. Yeah, but the fear of God now is taught by the precept of men, not by God's own hand in judgment. Famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome and beast, the judgments of God manifest in the earth. Well, look at Psalm 83, and he says, Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace. Be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult. They that hate you have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against your people. The Christian will be hated of all nations in the last days. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21 states that. And consulted against thy hidden ones were hid under the wings of the Most High God in the cleft of the rock. And he says, They have said that one's against God. Come and let us cut them off from being a nation, the nation Israel. They hate Israel because it's God's city. And the name of Israel may no more come into remembrance. They want it annihilated. For they have consulted together with one consent, all the nations. They are confederate against you, Israel the tabernacles of Eden, and the Ishmaelites, and Moab, and the Hagarines, Gavit, and Ammon, and Amalek, the Philistines, along with the inhabitants of Tyre. Asher also joined with them, Asher the father of Assyria. They have hoped the children of Lot, Thela, rest. Do unto them as unto the Midianites, as to Sisera, or as to Jabin, at the brook of Kassan, which perished at Endor. They became as dung of the earth. He's talking about the judgments of God upon their enemies, upon God's enemies. Make their nobles like Oreb and like Zeb, they all the princes of Zeba and Zalmona, who said, Let us take to ourselves the houses of God in possession. They're against all that is called God, that is, that is worship, not only national Israel. But the church as well hated. Oh, my God. Make them like a wheel as a stubble before the wind. Now, we're not, we're not appointed to wrath. The wheel or the cartwheel will not fall upon the coming and the appointed barley of God, the harvest of God. We're beaten out with a rod and staff. That is God's chastening rod that he loves us. So we will not be condemned with the world. But Isaiah 28 said that the, the wheel and the horse and the wheel of the cart will be turned upon the wicked that have not given him the glory of the Father. As stubble before the wind, as the fire burneth of wood, as the flame setteth the mountains on fire. That's the kingdoms. So persecute them with thy tempest and make them afraid with thy storm. Well, there's the storm, the judgments of God. He has his way in the wind and in the whirlwind. Shall there be evil in the city? And how the Lord God, had not done it. Fill their faces with shame. This is that they may seek thy name. Why? That they may seek thy name, O Lord. What's the name of the Lord? What's the revealed name of God? What is the blood name of God? What's the only salvation name of the Lord Jehovah God Almighty? Jesus. What's the name of Jehovah? Jehovah is salvation. Jesus, Yeshua. That is the Hamashiach. He is the Messiah. Let them be confounded and troubled forever. Yea, let them be put to shame and perish. Why? Why all this judgment? Why all this trouble in the earth and God's judgments made manifest in the earth? Well, that we might learn righteousness. We might have that revelation of Jesus that he is God. And Psalm 83, verse 18, it tells us exactly why. That men may know, have the knowledge, that thou, whose name alone is Jehovah. Jehovah, that is the Tetragrammaton, the Yahweh, the Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. Who is that Jehovah? Well, Jehovah is salvation. That is his very name. That is Yeshua, Jehovah's salvation. That's who Jehovah is. The name Jesus, Jehovah, is the name of that individual's indiv- invisible <laughs> spirit of God, and it is indivisible. That is Jesus. His very name Yeshua, is that is Yahweh is salvation. It is Jehovah is salvation. Who is Jehovah? Jehovah is salvation. Jesus, Yeshua. He's the Hamashia. He is the Yesus. He is Jesus, the Messiah. And all of this work in the last days, as we see in Revelation, that it will be Revelation 10, John will bring this word It'll be sweet to the mouth as honey, bitter to your belly. There's that bitterness in the sufferings, the cross, to crucify the flesh with the affections and the lust. And John, after you've eaten all this book and all truth, eat all of it, that you will again prophesy. You'll preach, you'll proclimate this gospel, the body of Christ to all kindred nations, uh, kings and tongues. Who is that? That's the body of Christ. We said in Revelation 15, for thy judgments Thy righteous judgments, O God, are manifest to the earth. They sang the song of Moses, the Shura kahadash. That is the song of Moses that we just read in Deuteronomy 32 because now the, the, the body of Christ can sing it because we have experienced it. And the song of Moses, Deuteronomy 32 and 33, is now manifest in the last days. I know that they were wise that they understood this, that they understood their latter end. They, we, are to understand why their judgments of God are in the earth. We're to give him the glory because he is that God, and beside them there is none other. There's only one God. There's not two. There's not a second person of the Godhead. never has been. There's only one person of God. He said, I am God, that beside me there is no other God. I know not any. The Father doesn't know some other God up there because the Son of God is the Father revealed. The thing is, the Son of God, we're born of his bone, flesh of his flesh, and the only reason that he made himself of no reputation is to bring many sons and daughters unto glory. And we understand that there's one body, one Spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who is above all, the Father of us all, and in us all, the Father. Jesus is the Father. He is that quickening Spirit, First Corinthians fifteen forty-five. He is one having all power in heaven and in earth. Matthew twenty-eight, 8, Matthew twenty-eight eighteen. He is the, the Lord. Jehovah God Almighty, the Christ, the Holy Ghost. Acts 2.36, the man that you crucified let all the house of Israel know, assuredly, that same Jesus you crucified, God hath made him both Lord and Christ. Christ the Holy Ghost, Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is that blessed and only potentate, the omnipotent, the Almighty. 1 Timothy 6.15, who only hath immortality, Dwelling in the light, which no man, no man, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, David, uh, Peter, James, John, Paul, no man can enter into. Only Jesus Himself. He is the Yachid, the only begotten one. He is the Monogenes Theos, the only begotten God. He is the Monogenes Hughes, the only begotten Son, one and the same. He is God. He's the almighty. And the revelation of Jesus through all the judgments of God and the seals, trumpets, and vials in the last days will reveal one thing. Jesus Christ is the almighty God. If this has struck a chord with you and truth that he is God, and you understand the judgments of God in the earth, God, turning all the wicked into, we find that calamity, their sword against one another, destroying one another. And why? Because they do not give him the glory. It provoked Jesus to jealousy, saying he's something other than the father of glory. That he's not that Lord Jehovah God Almighty, but he is the only Lord God. There's not another. That is Jesus Christ. And that's a revelation. And that's the work of the ministry in the last days to reveal one thing. And that is that Jesus Christ is the almighty God. He is the father of glory. He is the creator that that created all things. Uh, Colossians 1, 16 and 17, that Jesus Christ uh, created all things, whether it be uh, powers, thrones, principalities, things visible, invisible, all things were created by him and for him and for his good pleasure. That's the revelation. Why are there judgments? Why are there all these tornadoes? And all these hurricanes and this famine, pestilences, sword, noise and bees, COVID nineteen, Ebola, HIV, all of these other things. Well, did they happen to Christians as well? Yes. He said, Come and let us return to the Lord. For he hath torn, he will heal us. He has smitten, he will bind us up. We give him the glory. And the work in the last days is simply that the wise will understand the judgments of God but when they're in the earth. Men will learn righteousness, that he is God, that he'll no more pray the Father for us because he's been glorified with the Father's own self. John 17, 5. John 16, he said uh, that he would reprove the world of righteousness when the Holy Ghost comes because he's gone to the Father, not beside him, not around him, set down with the Father in his throne. Revelation 3, 21. He is that spirit. And because we miss that mark, We provoke god to jealousy and this is what the truth is and it's hard for some to understand that a god of love is also jealous for my name is jealous god said you provoke me to jealousy we're not we're the ones that did it not god the curse causeless will not come judgments are upon us because that we have forsaken the rock capital R O C K and gone after the rock little R O C K a false Christ. Christ is the the rock. He is the spirit first Peter one, verse 10 and 11. He is the man that's Christ. He went back to his former glory made both Lord and Christ. Just as Jesus said in his humiliation, talked to his disciples said, I'll pray the father send you another comforter whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him, not neither knoweth him. But you know him, the wise shall understand. For you know him, he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Now Jesus is talking to him in a body of flesh. Then he says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Well, why? He has to be glorified because while he's in the flesh, he's one of us. Our kinsman Redeemer, made and under the law, to redeem us under the law, but after He takes that law, that middle wall of partition, that parts us, God in His own body of flesh parted from His own flesh, glorifying His own human back to Himself, fulfills the law as a man, not as God, but as a man made and under the law. Then, when He does that, He takes the ordinance of that law after He's been tempted in all points, yet without sin, as our free will sacrifice and takes the ordinances of that law and nails it to his cross thereby breaking down that middle wall of partition that is Jesus his own spirit now literally glorified his own human back to himself making the way for us as a new man a quickening spirit first 1 Corinthians 1545. That is, and thereby breaking down that middle wall of partition, thereby making peace, at peace with God, at one with God again. Through the Lord Jesus Christ, God manifests in the flesh, 1 Timothy 3.16. That is the reason why judgments will be become, become more intensive, accelerate, the closer we come to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not to destroy us but to get us to turn back to the real God, the real Lord. Behold, the real Jesus. Well, if this has struck a chord with you and you believe uh, there that the Holy Ghost has spoken and is one with your spirit, bearing witness with you, you the spirit bearing witness with your spirit that this is the word of God, we'd like for you to contact us. We'd like to work with you in the in the work of the ministry. You can call me the... Country code is one plus nine zero three seven four six four eight eight five. Or you can drop us a line, write us a letter, and I'll still contact you. Leave a message on the phone, and I'll get back to you. Or write to me, Dennis Beard, Post Office Box two nine zero six, Longview, Texas, zip code seven five six zero six. Or you can contact us over the websites, sailinggodsp.people.org, Dennis dennisbeard.org. And we want to thank each of you that are praying for us and your prayerful support and your generous offerings whereby we keep the podcast coming to you over the social media sites. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the Real Jesus."